Hello and welcome to another episode of the Corridor Uncertainty Podcast. I am Ben and as usual I am joined by... Luke, hello. Hello mate, you okay? I'm very good, thanks. That is very good to hear. Today we have another guest, somebody new, uh, but it has been talked about a bit on the podcast. And that is... Please introduce yourself, sorry. <laughs> I'm Ollie. Uh... Well, yeah, right, lads. Uh, yeah, I uh, run a blog and uh, Twitter account called Back to Back Sports, B2B Sports. So, yeah, just yeah. tweet and blog all things sports. Ah, well, me and Luke had a discussion a few weeks ago what B2B stood for, and Luke thought it was box to box, and I didn't know. So, but, that's been cleared up. Yeah, that was, uh, that was also another consideration. Box to box is one of, the, one of my other ideas, but back to back. Ah. Instead. It was also one of our ideas for when we we wanted to name the podcast, but uh, glad to see that we all think alike. I, I also asked I asked Luke when I I messaged him what how did you guys come up with the um corridor of uncertainty name? Oh, I I think it's just we've got a bit of a weird friend who just comes out with the most ridiculous phrases in football, and this was one of them. And it's just sort of stuck around. Really, it's quite funny. <laughs> it's quite unusual. I'll give you that. But hey. Uh, Stands out. Sure. It is. It's, it's unique. Uh, right. Well, we've got quite a lot to cover today. Um, we want to have a look at the Champions League game from last night and the one that's going to be going on tonight. A uh, quick overview of that one, obviously. And then we've got a bit of a new mini series coming in that we want to try out. It's about debating. That's all I'll say for now. We'll get into that after we do some overview and uh, okay. review. I guess, of uh, Champions League. Let's start with last night's game, eh? Let's, Let's do, do it. it. And that's uh, more more for Ollie. He's, he is, um, unfortunately, he's a Chelsea fan. <laughs> I am. Um, <laughs> not at all, I guess. Um, is that unfortunately for you or for him? Oh, it's, it's definitely unfortunately for me. It's great yeah. for him. I, <laughs> I was going to say. All right. Let's get into it. So it's a 1-1 draw against Real Madrid. You know, yep. I guess um, beating Real Madrid is uh, something the English teams have struggled with this year in the Champions League. Yeah, if you're speaking from experience by the sounds of it. I am, yeah. <laughs> um, let's get into it then. So, overall thoughts then, Ollie. We'll, we'll start with you. Well, as a Chelsea fan, I, I can't I can't really complain. No. Away at Madrid, 1-0... Um, in in fact, my only complaint would be that we could have scored one or two more. To be honest, with you, oh. especially in the first half. But um, you, you'd like to think with Thomas Tuchel's defensive record that we'd that we'd like to think that we're in steady hands, shouldn't concede too many, if not any, at Stamford Bridge, and mm. you, you'd like our chances, but. I don't want to jinx myself, you know. I don't want to jinx myself, so... Yeah, you can never tell with football. You no, never know. exactly. Um, what would you like uh, watching uh, Hazard play against you? Um, don't. It, it, uh, <laughs> has... <laughs> I think I told Luke before, but Hazard uh, was, was my favourite player at Chelsea. He was uh, Luke's equivalent of Eze, let's say. <laughs> and... Uh, and yeah, uh, to see him playing white against Chelsea uh, was was a strange one. I can't lie, but he, he looked he looked happy and he looked like he was greeting all the Chelsea players after the game. So must have been a weird one for him too. But um, 
but yeah, it was, it was a strange one. But I'm glad he didn't score, to be honest. So. No, I really wanted him to score. I'm a big fan of Eden Hazard. He would He's really a quality player. Today. He's a quality player. <laughs> he is. Suffered uh, a lot with injuries, but is yeah. Oh, still, no, I think majority of people who rip the shit out of him on Twitter would still have him. He's, <laughs> he's, he really does wind me up when people no, take the mick out of class players. No, um, yeah, I, I agree completely with what you say. I think you the only complaint most Chelsea fans could have is the fact that you should have scored more, probably. Yeah. Uh, looking at Timo again, not going to lie. Um, he's just really... I don't know what's going on with that man. I, I don't know. I, he does all the right things. He he, he'll he'll defend from the he'll defend from attack. He'll he'll make um, great passes, great assists. But as soon as he gets to the front of goal, it's like it's like that Chelsea curse, isn't it? He, he can't number score. That, yeah, exactly. yeah, he's number eleven though, isn't he? Well, yeah, I think Tammy Tammy Abraham's got the number nine jersey at the minute. But I mean, to, for him to be left out is a is it's a tough one as well. Tough Top goal scorer yeah. this season, isn't he? I believe. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He is, and he's completely been cast aside by Tuchel. I, I, I don't know why, but he's obviously yeah. not seen something that he, that the rest of us can't. So, well, I think you're right though as well. You, most teams would take a a draw at the Bernabeu, or yeah. in was it in the training ground again? Yeah, yeah. training. I think the Bernabeu is getting um some reworks done to it. I think. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But yeah, I think an, an away goal anyway, and yeah. I got my predictions. I got my predictions spot on. So yeah, that's a great, a, a great away goal like that as well. Yeah, Pulisic rounded uh, keeper. So I knew you'd bring that up, Luke. Just after, <laughs> just because I had the best weekend ever. I, knew I think I think we're level. We're level. We're not level, man. No, we're what level is... on this week. I mean, all oh, right. Okay, I was going to say I'm top. What, what is yeah? What is the score overall between you two? Oh, ben I'm... had an absolute cracking week last week. Ben got seven points. Matt, so it's. It's a bit of a, a long way. From... I'm I'm nailing it in in two words. <laughs> is is there a I'm... is there a, is there a forfeit or is there a, a prize for the, uh, the one that... maybe next season? Uh, I think it's harsh to uh, well for me anyway harsh to inflict a forfeit once I'm already seven points behind. No, I think it's fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, you would say that. Um, oh, don't know what you mean. But yeah, uh, and then I said that I'm gonna get a trophy, didn't we? Oh yeah, you can have a trophy if you want. Yeah, I'll take a trophy. I'll put it on my desk. Lovely. Thanks, man. Um, on the Real Madrid side of things, I think they're still without Ramos, which must have been a bit of a uh, a relief to see. Yeah, yeah. But he was, uh, um, yeah, he was. I saw him on the on the TV in the stands. I think he was chomping at the bit to get on the pitch, but. He's looking like he's going to be back for the second leg, along with um, Mendy as well. Yeah. So that was that was short that defence a little bit. Well, um, Mendy should have to play really now because I think Marcelo's had some weirdy thing that said he's not going to be in the next round. Oh yeah, I, I, heard, I heard that. Yeah, I he's at that. a polling station or something, isn't he? Yeah, that's very strange. He'll, he'll yeah. get out of that for sure. For sure, yeah, Champions so. League semi-final is enough of excuse. Sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry, I can't. I'm, I'm working at the polling station. <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, yeah, Hazard. I'm, I hope he comes back to bite you. I'm not going to lie. Um, I know it's horrible to say, but it just would be quite funny for a uh, a non-Chelsea fan. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I would agree uh, from a neutral <laughs> standpoint. Um, but 
I think it'll be it'll be a it'll be a close game. And I, as much as Chelsea's defense has been great this season, I would expect Real Madrid to at least nick a goal. Yeah, um, especially with that which, man up front, Benzema. Exactly. What a man. I think he's probably one of the most underrated strikers in Europe. Probably. Oh, yeah. I think so. I think people people overlook him straight away and they go straight to the sort of Lewandowski or Harry Kane or, or whatever but he scores some big goals I think he scored like 71 Champions League goals I think he, yeah he's, he's now got... fourth top goal scorer in Champions League history which incredible. is incredible with some of the players that have played madness absolutely madness but... it is and he scored last night <laughs> he did he did score last night he did <laughs> it was a weird one there's a from a Chelsea um, point of view because it's sort of a set piece flick on and he just sort of fell to Benzema but um, what a finish the man you don't want it to fall to yeah Mendy Mendy was not stopping that but um, yeah don't think many people would have to be honest no no but um, yeah that was uh, pretty much about it I'd say interesting formation Madrid rocked I thought looking at it but uh... yeah I didn't expect him to play to match Chelsea to play three at the back, but yeah. they sort of swapped that in the second half and sort of went back to the original back four. Yeah, and I would I would expect that in the second leg if Ramos and Mendy are back as well. So. Yeah, I think with that man at the at the back as well, you'd feel a bit safer. You wouldn't have to rock yeah. through. Definitely, definitely. I think maybe Liverpool might have taught them that. <laughs> I hope <laughs> after our incredible running and building off. Um, yeah. Okay, let's go on to the game for tonight then. A quick overview. Big one. I don't think it's about. I don't think it's started yet, or it might just have started. Just about to kick off. Yeah, PSG versus City. Um, this is a big game. Yeah, no, neither side of, has won the Champions League, and this is one of the best opportunities they're going to get to do it. Yeah, one of these teams is going to be in in the the final. And uh, I saw a lot of people calling this oil classico. <laughs> I don't know if you quite got that part with a lot of oil money involved in both teams' uh, lineups, I guess. Oh, I find it quite funny. But um, yeah, who are we who are we backing? Ollie, me and Luke have made it clear in our predictions. Luke's on Team City. I'm on Team PSG. Shock. I, th- I I quickly tweeted before we jumped on the podcast, but I think I think there'll be goals. They're the, they're probably the two most attacking uh, teams on the planet maybe by uh, by Munich at the minute um, and you've got a job City you've got a job to stop Mbappe and Neymar yes especially in especially in Paris so I expect goals um, I think it'll be a close one I think probably PSG if on the spot I think it'll probably be 2-1 PSG tonight Ooh. maybe he's agreeing uh, you reckon PSG to go through overall as well or City to get it back at home um, I think PSG to go through. I think PSG um, to win it. I've I've said this time and time again. They're going to win. They're even with fine. even with a uh, Pochettino in charge. Yeah, definitely. He's just he's uh probably probably the better managers they've had in a while. I'd I'd argue. But the the person you need to watch out is Pep. Really, if we're on about managers, I guess mm. he's hungrier yeah. than the most for this trophy. Yeah. It's the infamous one that City have been trying to get for the past how many years? Three or four years they've been in this sort of stage of the competition, latest yeah. in the Champions League. And, um, 
Yeah, they just seem to have horrendous times when they get later on in the in the. Yeah. Uh, I think it was Leon last season, wasn't it? Who knocked him out? So, I'm hoping the French teams do it again. I mean, arguably, you could say against against Dortmund, they got slightly lucky. I mean, yes. Bellingham, Bellingham, yeah. should have, Bellingham should, goal should have really stood. Um, but uh, so they turned it on in the second in the second leg. But uh, yeah, yeah. I'm just uh, I'm a bit wary of Foden. Is about it really. Well, not isn't about it, but he's the one I'm I'm keeping an eye on tonight. If I'm if I'm going to be supporting PSG tonight, he's he is a, so he's good. A dangerous player. He's an incredible player, absolutely incredible player. I mean, Scary I, I sort of had a debate with my mate and uh, a football fan on Twitter about Mount versus Foden, and uh, obviously it's a slightly bit of Chelsea bias. I'd said that Gareth <laughs> would pick uh, Mount over Foden, but. I, I, it's just he's getting he's getting better and better every time I see Foden play. He really is. He's only yeah. is he twenty years old? Yeah, he's not very old at all. No, he's, he's, he's so exciting as well. Like just picks up the ball and instantly you're like, right, what's he going to do? Where's where's he going this time? I don't know what game did he play the other day. Did you see where the ball sort of came over his shoulder, brought it down, and beat the man? I can't remember who yeah. they were playing, but it was. It was Incredible bit of skill. It was. It was very mad. Okay. Uh, anybody got anything else to say on the Champions League, I guess? No, let's get into it. We have got a no. brand new series today. It's brand spanking new. Never seen before. <laughs> it won't be seen now. It's a, it's a podcast. Never heard of before. It's called The Corridor of Uncertainty Debate. I guess is what we stuck for. I don't know what we went for in the end. We'll probably change it. We went. What did we go for? The debate of uncertainty. That's what the debate of uncertainty. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, actually, I think I came up with that as well. You did. That is really embarrassing. Okay. Cool. Explain. The this is how it's going to rock and roll. We've all come with a question. Uh, It might turn into two depending on how long it is, but um, nobody has any idea what each other's question is. Right, and we're going to give everybody a minute to pick a player or a team or a whatever the debate question um, presents. You get a minute to argue your case, and then the opposition will. And then we're going to have the judge, who is the one who asks the question, and they're going to judge who made the best case. We might give some more time in between to rebuttal the argument. The points made in the minute, though, I guess. That could be interesting. Exactly. Uh, and also, there. just while we're on the debates, um, I saw Ollie tweeted before the podcast about um, some meal deals. Ooh. I thought that was an interesting de- debate. Um, to kick it off with, what's, what's the best meal deal? Oh, do you mean like what shop? Well, what shop and then what are you picking from that shop? Oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll give right. a bit of Tesco for me. Um, I like to get an all-day breakfast sandwich from Tesco. Mm. Then whatever mood I'm in depends on the crisps. And then I usually top it all off with a uh, Oasis. Oh, a citrus punch Oasis. Uh, well, that's unique. Thanks, man. What about you, Ollie? I would have to agree with Ben. I'll go Tesco. Yes. I would, I would go... Outrageous. Slight question, but I'll go chicken and sweet corn sandwich. Oh, 
that is rare. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll go for crisp. I'll go for sweet chili sensations. Oh, that's a good channel. Yeah, that's. And shout. I'd probably go for a innocent mango smoothie. Ooh, healthier. Going off to Morrison's for mine. Oh. Um, also, the, the chicken can at the back of Morrison's. I don't know if it's all Morrison's, but you can get like six chicken pieces and some chips for like meal deal prices. Absolutely fantastic. Um, but if I'm going a classic sandwich, I'm, I'm probably going to get a chicken Caesar wrap. Um, with a a strawberry diet coke oh, and oh, a packet man. of corn cocktail crisps. Oh, you are a freak, man! <laughs> what is going on in that head? <laughs> to be fair, I would agree. Prawn cocktail is a great solution. I would agree. It's yeah, always got corn cocktail crisps. Covered. What are you on, man? <laughs> that is horrendous. Oh. There we go. Christ. Okay, let's just jump. That's that's that. what you can look forward to during the rest of this podcast. Oh, what is that nonsense, man? Okay, right, let's get on to this next before I vomit. Let's get on to the actual question here. Right, we'll start then. Um, originally, we were going to tell each other the questions, but then I thought, mm, we don't want Luke coming prepared with stats because <laughs> he's a stat man. Uh, so we'll, we'll start with uh, the surprise element, I guess. Anybody want to go first and be the judge? I, I, I'll go first. Uh, I don't mind. I don't mind start. Yeah, go on. You're the guest then. You can okay. go. I've prepared a question, right? Ooh. So the question that I've prepared, I, I like to think there's quite a few options for this one. So I've, I'm going to ask, who is the all-time football villain or shithouse? As you like to say, Ooh. who would you say is the biggest villain, wind-up merchant, shit house in football of all time? It doesn't have to be currently, but of all time. Hmm. That's a tough one. There's one man that instantly springs to mind when you say villain, so I think I have to sit with that. But there's a few players that I can think of that a good yeah. one. Uh, I guess we can all go first once in one of the arguments and all go second once. Does that work? I'm not yeah. Sure. Yep. Um, so do you want to go first or second, Ben? I'll go second to start with. Right then. You, you go. Am I am I on the clock now? Um, I'm going to go with uh, John Terry. Ah, I'm glad. Partly due to I absolutely hate the man. Um. And I mean, this is not going to get me brownie points, considering the judges. I've, I've figured that out. I was going to say that. <laughs> yeah, that's not maybe one of the best But I'm too late now. But yeah, I just think. I mean, there's no doubt he was a great player, but I just think he was an absolute idiot. Um, off the pitch, that that's not helped him, uh, and also on the pitch, uh, there may have been some things that were that definitely making more than a villain in my eyes um is he a wind-up merchant maybe not um i remember watching him against qpr a while ago charlie austin had the better of him in that game well i mean we lost one nil but i meant physically he had the better of him but yeah i don't know if villain villain comes to it's not a regular argument i haven't thought it through really but the, when you said villain that was literally the instant 
thing that popped into my head, and I've spoken about it on the podcast before. I just don't don't like him. Um, to be to be fair, I although my opinion might be different, I know a lot a lot of people don't like him. A lot of people would probably <laughs> consider him in yeah. their, their their top villain. And I, I he said he's specifically Wayne Bridge incident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a that's a definitely a valid argument. No, oh, I just remember going to uh, when he was or still is when uh, at Villa. Just the the atmosphere when QPR played them, he, he was absolutely slaughtered by the fans yeah. every single game. I can imagine. I can Although imagine. I, I'm sure he, he is a bit. I'm, I mean, he winds me up, so he's a wind up merchant. So and he put something on his Instagram website, walking away with an easy three points or something like that when he played QPR once. Um, <laughs> just a man. I mean, it works. He's a wind up merchant for me. If that is, I want to... Fair enough. Uh, all right. Well, I'm I'm glad you went with Terry because when you said it was obvious, I thought, oh god, the only the first person who comes to mind, the person you can make the easiest case for, is Sergio Ramos. Uh, this guy is without a doubt one of the biggest pricks going. Also, PSG have just scored. I'll check that in there. Um, wow. Yeah, Marquinhos. Uh, yeah, Sergio Ramos, probably the biggest prick to ever walk around, primarily because of how good he actually is. Uh, a lot of time it's just sort of like why have you got to be such an ass about it because we know you're good <laughs> don't have to snap people all the time you know if you were to look at how many reds and yellow cards he's got I think that would argue that on the pitch this guy is more of a villain you know he will break your arm happily before he lets you score a goal um, as we saw with Mohamed Salah I think he dislocated his arm not over that yet but you, you can't help <laughs> admiring yeah he, He's probably less of a prick off the pitch than, you know, John Terry shagging other people's wives. And, uh, but this is about in football, you know, he just, he sits there and he's like, you come anywhere near me, I'm going to break you. (laughs) He is an arsehole, really. There you go. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair. Uh, To be fair, knowing that Ben is a, is a Liverpool fan, I should have, I should have known that. Ramos would have come up in this. Yes. Did you have any that, like, when you for the question, did you like? Was there one that you thought? To, to be fair, my my first one hasn't been said. It was Luis Suarez. That was the second yeah, one that's I was going to think. But I knew I didn't think Ben would say that just as a Liverpool fan. Luis Suarez. No, yeah, and, just the camera yeah. was the difference. <laughs> <laughs> and also, you got Diego Costa. Pepe no, came to mind. Pepe. Yeah, there was quite a few that that when I thought that question that. That people could sort of ring off if you. I was going to go for bike. Fellaini at one point, but I thought, no. <laughs> What's he done? What's Paul Just Fellaini done? The image done? of him pulling Gwendozi's hair, really. Oh yeah, true. Oh, that David Luiz was another one where he went down and gave a little smile to the camera while someone was getting sent off. I guess you could say any diver, really. Yeah. Look yeah. at you, Mo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was gonna. I was tempted to go for uh, Suarez, but I thought, no. <laughs> He's just a criminal. Yeah, he's just a, he's one. He's a definition of wind-up merchant. Though, yeah. So. <laughs> on 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 that, if uh, should I do the results now? Should I? Should yeah, I yeah go for it. Sorry, Luke, but purely purely on a Chelsea bias basis, I would have to say Sergio Ramos is probably the biggest football villain. That's because, fair enough. Yeah, and considering Chelsea are playing the next round, so. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? As much as I don't like him, I do like him a lot. 
really. <laughs> like, and it's not against Liverpool, it's funny, but when it is, I'm furious at the man. But to be fair, how many red cards has he got? He's he's probably oh, leading the way with red cards. So. I'll have a look. I'll have a peek. I, 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 he's, he's pretty hard a lot. Sergio Ramos. Red. I think his part of part is like slight as far as his palm is like you just know that he's gonna wind you up and sometimes he's gonna get into yeah. He sat sure. on twenty-six. <laughs> twenty-six incredible. What a man. All right. And John Terry has sat on Oh, it doesn't even how many oh, apparently he's got ninety-nine. Ninety-nine. <laughs> 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 That That's someone not... who hates John Terry. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bleed now. All right, cool. So one point me then. One point. That's ben it. gets the first ever point. I'll go. I'll ask the next question then. Go on. So that I don't get too much of a lead, lol. <laughs> um, okay, my question is, who is going to win the next World Cup? Right. Which team? Which country? More precisely, I guess. Oh, and also another another rule that we is it's fairly obvious with just two of us. But the, the thing that could get interesting if there was the three of us is I might think the same as somebody else, but if they go mm. first, I yes. I then lose out. So then I've got to argue a case that I don't agree with. But it's just who can be the most persuasive, basically. Yeah, that is that is why I was very glad when you said John Terry instead of Sergio <laughs> Ramos. I don't know where I've gone. Well, I would have to go for yeah. We'll start with uh, Ollie then, I guess, because Luke went first last time. Okay, okay. I've got I've got two on my mind, two on my mind. Um, I think Germany will win the next World Cup. <laughs> and I know they've got a, quite a lot of young talent. I know, obviously, Sane's yet to hit sort of the, his, his sort of peak. And um, I know that Hansi Flick is going to be the new German coach. So yes. Yeah. I think that he's going to, if he has the impact that he had on Bayern Munich to Germany, I think they'd, they'd walk it. Um, <laughs> if that aggressive attacking football, you got, you got, you can't, you can't stop that. I mean, my other, my other um, team was France, but. Next World Cup, I don't know if a lot of their sort of players that took them to the last World Cup would be slightly getting on a bit, a little bit older. But I don't know. I just think Hansi Flick would turn this turn this current Germany side that struggled recently into a into his his sort of mini Bayern Munich project. And I ah, think I like that. And I th- I think he uh, could cause some damage. I like that. That's nice. uh, Luke. Right. Um, me. I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna do the opposite to what I did last time and not pick uh, John Terry. Um, but I'm gonna go with England. Um, oh. I, I think. I mean, the talent that we've got now is exciting. And if you think about that in another, well, how many years would it be? One. Well, it's like one and a half, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and and you just, I just think our oh, eleven, our starting eleven on paper is absolutely fantastic and there's weaknesses at the back but I don't even those over the last year or so I think Maguire has been has come on a lot and I think he's a lot better than we give him credit for we've now got John Stones to partner him who's a, a great like comeback um, the keeper 
I mean, we see we've we've seen Pickford make mistakes for Everton, but even against Arsenal, he was quality, and we've seen for England, he's he's faultless so far. But I'm not really worried about that. And then in just every position on the pitch, we're absolutely sorry. We've got one of the one of the world's best uh, strikers, one of the world's best attacking midfielders, one of the world's brightest young talents. More than one, we've got Saka and Foden, and they'll have another year and a half of development. No, no. Not, not naming the, the the obvious talent that we've got currently, like Kane, Grealish, Sterling, Rashford, Reese James. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I just think we've got a really exciting squad in another year and a half to get the, the young players gelling. I think the Euros will be a really good gelling process. Um, and, yeah, that's why I think England will win it. Good shout. And Gareth Southgate is a world manager, by the way. <sighs> okay. That is a tough one. I can't lie. I, I, I did expect somebody to say England, but um, I wasn't. Expecting Germany, I'm not going to lie. For a little bit of a curveball. Yeah, I like it. Mm. I like how nobody's gone for the obvious France. I'm very pleased. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to have to go with Luke. I think he's got a <laughs> he's got a good Perfect. point. We are going to win. He's coming home. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he's uh, coming home. Yeah, I think in terms of the players, yeah, I think England have got a good chance. I'd, I'd, I'd uh, back us over Germany, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I, I, in terms of sort of development on paper, probably England's sort of development and younger players are probably in a better stage than, than Germany are right now. And yeah, yeah that's fair enough. But um, I think as well, we see the the young English players often. more often, and yeah. like yeah. we don't really know as much about Germany's young players. That's, so that's fair. That's fair. I think Maybe. that. It was tough to say that after, you know, Bayern having a lot of German players and absolutely dominating. But I think uh, after the Euros, I'll give you a better a better understanding. Yeah, that's true. That's uh, true. The teams that came to mind when I asked the question for me, uh, I had a few, quite a few. Belgium. Oh, uh, yeah. Brazil. Yeah. Uh, Portugal. Portugal is a shout, actually. Yeah. You know, it was a tough one. It's a tough one. It's quite an exciting one. Yeah, finally getting there. Argentina, dare I say it? <laughs> yeah, that's, there you go. Okay. So is that me now? Is it my, it is. my questionnaire? It question. is. Um, I, I've gone slightly different. Um, I want to know if you could change one thing about football. Um, what would it be? And and I'll I'll fill a bit while you think oh. of it. Um, this can be a rule. There's obviously obvious things that we talk about week in, week out. Um, but if you're really passionate about we don't, we should not be selling pucker pies at football games anymore and you give me a good enough argument for that, then I'll be quite happy to ban pucker pies. Um, or you can add a rule if you want. You can you can say something that we need. Yeah, okay. But I'll, yeah, I'll whatever you... Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, yeah. Ben, you go first. It's not something that it's not necessarily a rule, but it's just something I'd like to see changed. I'd quite like to hear what the referee says, because there are sports out there that you can hear what the referee says, and there's just so much that I'd like to understand what goes through the head when they give some of the stupidest decisions I've seen, especially this season. You know, I want to understand what are they saying. I don't want to hear Howard Webb on the commentary go, "Yeah, I'd have done that as well." I want to know why he's given that if it's been such an outrageous decision. 
because some of the time, it's, I'll talk to the Liverpool game, you know, hit Callum Wilson's arm. In my eyes, it wasn't a handball. I know it hit his arm, but, you know, there's so many different rules of it, like, you know, you can't make yourself bigger, you can't uh, have your hands in a, a different position, to, like an unnatural position, sorry, neither of which he did. I just want to understand what's going through the ref's head. Like, what is the justification for not doing this or that? There you go. Yeah, I think it's a good point as well because, like, you, there's some that you see and, and they are obviously mic'd up because they've got to speak to each other. So it's yeah. possible. But I heard that. I can't remember why, where I heard it. But I think they're not allowed to show the audio because of how much abuse they get from players. It's like... You know, all you hear is... That you can't publish it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, well, maybe when yeah. they go over to VAR and the players are told to go away... Yeah, yeah. Then, then we could listen because or, or, or a post-match interview that's been talked about as well. Yes, exactly. Okay, there you go. Over to you. Okay, right. I've been thinking, racking my brain, trying to, trying to, trying to think of something. But I'm going to make a huge controversial statement. I Ooh. think that we should scrap VAR. <laughs> Right. I think we should. <laughs> I think we should go back to how football was. None of this offside by an armpit. None of this <laughs> handball replay. The handball stopping the game for about five minutes to see if it was handball. Make a decision there and then on the spot. Football's there to be debated. Football's there to be talked about in the pub. To be talked about with your mates. And I think this season in particular, that VAR has probably caused more problems than, than it's solved. It's it, every week, week in, week out, we're seeing an offside call that's, that's wrong or that shouldn't be, that shouldn't be there or a handball decision there. Or, and I, I, I just think that football, maybe in my eyes, was probably better when, when VAR wasn't, wasn't, wasn't in there. Um, I'm a big cricket fan. I, I think that VR or the referee, assistant referee in cricket works perfect. But in football, it's just something not right about it. I don't know what it is, but we've given it a go. Let's go back. Let's go back to how it was. That's, that's yeah. my controversial statement. I like yeah. that. I think you're right, especially when, when there's fans in stadiums as well. That like, you, you now a team scores and you've got to wait. And then... You celebrate initially, but you're still in the back of your mind. You're like, is that exactly. going to count? Exactly. Like last night, last night, I, I didn't celebrate the Pulisic goal because I thought it was offside. I, yeah. I thought that was going to be called back for offside. And that, it kind of ruins it, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Because you can't, you can't just like force that instant like reaction like five minutes after it's already happened. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so as much as Ben, I I completely agree with your point. I think no, it's not the worst thing in in the rules of the game at the moment. Uh, so I can't can't argue with that point at all. No, that is fair. I agree. So it's all it's it's points all round, one point apiece. That's cool. Uh, I I don't know if you can think of another question. I, I've actually I've actually got I've got another one written down. If if all right, yeah, I go, can for go it, again. Mate. All right. Okay. Um, my so my second question is uh, behind Lionel Messi, 
who is the best left-footed player that you have oh, ever yeah. seen in your lifetime? Oh my gosh, what a oh. question. That is a fantastic question. Obviously, because you think left foot, you think Messi, don't you? So let's go for second best. All right. Uh, I'll I'll give you a bit of time to think, Luke. Um, since the question was that I've seen in my lifetime. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm guessing we're all around the same age, sort of yeah. early twenties, yeah. mid twenties. So yeah. I'm gonna uh, I, I'm gonna go out on the limb and say I can't say I've watched a lot of Diego Maradona. Have you know, I guess Puskas as well. So I'm gonna go for relatively obvious one. Uh, Iron Robin. Oh yeah. The big bold boy. Um, this guy was incredible. You know, you knew exactly what he was gonna do, and he still absolutely did you every single time. He is, you know, a bit of an early Mohammed Salah in the way that he would just run at you, cut inside, and then just twat it at the goal and it would curl in like this guy scored some absolutely incredible goals in his career he got to a world cup final he scored a winning goal in the champions league final you know and he scored some pretty good ones against spain as well in that time that uh netherlands also got quite far in the world cup i think he's a mental player and i, I think i miss him a lot great answer thank you great answer <laughs> <laughs> I love Iron Robin. I'm not, not going to lie. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think he played for Chelsea. Oh, he played for Chelsea, yeah, he did. But that oh. goal is that goal he scored against Man United for Bayern Munich. I think, do you remember it? Corner. It was a corner. The yes. ball pinged over and he was a volley. Bottom corner. Absolute class. What a man. Right. Well, that's tough yeah. to, to beat. That was a very good argument. Thank you. Um, there's, two that, <laughs> there's two that comes to mind for me. Mo Salah. Um, Salah's not one I'm oh. going to go with. Um, I think, well, the, the one I'm not going to go with is Gareth Bale. That was the, the first oh. one. Um, but I feel my argument will just be a, a weaker version of yours. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to go with David Silva. Um, but for different reasons, I just think his range of pass and his vision um, was... I mean, it could could be second to none in in his prime, really. Um, just a fantastic player for City, and he's been there like the the main sort of cog in that team as City turned from just a normal team into a, a con- consistent Premier League winner or challenger at least. Um, and it, yeah, his passing, his delivery was just all incredible set piece delivery. Um, and I don't think he really got gets the credit that he perhaps deserved. His numbers are not like you. You have people that like the Bruyne who are getting assists and goals week in week out. But I think he his the, what he did in that city team was equally as important. And yeah, was yeah. his left foot the that best? That's a very not, good point. Probably not, but was he a better left foot player? Maybe. Now that that's a tough one because. Initially, I would say Iron Robin, but you've actually solved me a little bit on that. It's not all about, you know, banging what? goals left, right, and centre, cutting, and it's it's about passing as well. So, I I think I think you've convinced me there, Lou. I think David <laughs> Silva is a great shout. I think he's no. actually a great shout. And I it, won a World Cup as well. Yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. I mean, 
I think that was purely just a different angle, different angle of an argument than one that I, I would have said I'm Robin all day long, but no, David Silva. Fair play, Luke. Fair play, matey. Lovely. I knew I should have gone for Petr Cech. <laughs> <laughs> you would have won it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, is it, is it my question next? Uh, well, yeah, you go because you, you got the point. All right. Um, I'm going to go for what is the best goal ever. Oh, ever. Um, and I'm going to take into account the emotion behind it as well. I mean, if it's a tap-in from four yards, but it's good because it wants something, obviously that's not great. But if there's like a meaning behind why this goal is so good. All right. That would be Okay, I've I've got one. Yeah, you go first, Ben. Okay, I'll give you a bit of time to think, pal. Um, This is going to hurt me to say. Right, Gareth Bale, Champions League final, (laughs) bicycle kick. (laughs) You know, I can't... I don't want to be biased, so I can't ignore it. This guy won a Champions League final for a team that hated him, right? And he came on and he switched it up and he scored a brace in a Champions League final against arguably the best, one of the best defenders in the world, Virgil van Dijk, you know? And you can ignore the fact that Karius might may or may not have had a flipping concussion or whatever. He came on, he scored a bicycle kick that Manuel Neuer would not have stopped that. There's no <laughs> goalkeeper in the world that would have stopped that. Champions League final as well. Like, biggest stage you can get. He started as a sub, for God's sake. Got brought on and he was like, this is what this is what you're missing out, man. You know, look at me. I can do what I want when I want. And not only was it... It wasn't even there. It was like their third Champions League in a row that he's just won, which don't think any other team... This is for a, a flipping record-breaking team. Nobody else has won half as many. I think the next is eight. They're on like 13. And he's just gone bash. Pick that out the back of the net, you noob. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that Abby. Very, very underrated goal. Yeah. Well. Very underrated goal. For everything that it, you know, there's there. It's just like wow. Yeah. Fair play, mate. I agree. <laughs> You're not going to bother arguing. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'll go for that one as well. <laughs> no. Yeah. I, I, I've got one in my head, and it's not. It's not really for the implications of what sort of happened in that game, but I think that every single lad of our age has seen this goal on a on a YouTube montage, on a highlight reel, and I think it's up there, probably number one most of the time. And I'm going for Roberto Carlos's free kick with his oh. left boot. Whips it. I've never seen such curve off the outside <laughs> of a beat before in my life. That's got right, more curve than I can play football. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe I change my mind then. <laughs> but, but I've never seen someone curve it with the outside of the boot as much as, as that. And from, I don't know, 35 yards out, something ridiculous. Inside wow. the post, I think everyone has attempted it. Everyone's tried it. No one's got anywhere near it. Um, and I think everyone has seen that YouTube clip, and it is it's gone. How the hell did he do that? So I've I've gone for I've gone for that. I've gone for that. That's fair. I think that's that's hard to argue with again. And as a, a left-footed left back, I, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm a left-footed left back. <laughs> 
Um, wow. So that is, that's got to be a winner. It, yeah. He oh, would have one that he pops into your head when you think of the, the best left footed players um, knocking about. And yeah. Gareth Bale was also left footed. I'll just point that out there. <laughs> yeah. And, and, but he couldn't make it at left back. Could he do it at left back? No. That's his problem. He could. He made his way he, up the He's pitch. not good enough to play left back. His problem with Gareth Bale. Oh. Um, no, he got he got forced up front for Real Madrid instead. Yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, it's got got to be pass for that. As That's much as that, that must have hurt <laughs> to say Gareth Bale against Liverpool in the Champions League final. Yeah, that's a big um, deal. That is. I knew I should have gone for Divock <laughs> But do you know what? The the one that I was looking for is um, the Arsenal goal against Norwich. <laughs> that is my, one of my favourite goals ever. I don't. That, that is just so smooth. Tiki Taka one two. Yeah. Adelta Rap versus Swansea would have been it. Would have been another acceptable mention. Um, I don't. I don't think that would have been our raid or Luke's run. Right. Did was there, been else, was there anything else on your radar, Ollie? Um, I was thinking like old school. I was thinking Maradona, you know, mm. where he just sort of took it through the whole of the England team. Um, I was going to go for something like a uh, Messi, you know, when he had one boot on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Iniesta in the World Cup final came to mind as well. But yeah, classic, classic. You know what can you say? Also, uh, I don't, I don't know if Ben remembers, but remember ages ago where Chelsea played Liverpool in no. the uh, Champions League? And- no. Alex hit that rocket of a free kick into no, the top goal. Don't think that happened, mate. <laughs> that, that was classic goal. I've only, only for a Chelsea fan. I don't want to do it again. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. All right then. Well, what's it, who, who's is it? Your question now, Ben? It's me. Yeah. Oh, so next next goal wins effectively. Yeah, no, I'm I'm out of this. You've no. Yeah, I'm disappointed <laughs> in my life. Okay, so. I'll go with. Hmm, I've got two that I'm choosing between. Okay, I'll go with this one. If Messi and Ronaldo were both to get fired from football, like just exist, just don't exist in football anymore, who's going to win the next Ballon d'Or? Oh. oh. So I'm this sure. is who's going to win the next Ballon d'Or, not because that could be a separate question to who is the next best player in the world. Yeah. Because. Person that wins a Ballon d'Or isn't always well, Luca Modric. What we what we think, yeah. yeah, yeah. No disrespect <laughs> to Luca, but so this is not this is not technically who's the third best player in the world. Who is going to win the next Ballon d'Or? Well, you if, can do it. Well, one you two want to do really? Well, if, if we say who's the third best player in the world, then that's yeah. That's... We'll go for that then, and I'll I'll okay. that another time. There's no politics involved. Yeah, there you go. Who's the okay. who's the third best player in the world? After Messi and Ronaldo. Okay. Should, should I go first? I'll go, you go first. first. Go I would say for me, it is Kylian Mbappe for me. I okay. think he is absolutely outrageous. I think he's got pace, he's got the finishing, he's got even got the strength. Um, I think Haaland's close, but Mbappe is just a little bit further. I think he's going to take PSG to the next level, um, and I, he, he does remind me of a of a Brazilian Ronaldo. You know, he's mm-hmm. just, and I think he's destined to go to Real Madrid in a couple of years' time. No, 
Do you not think? He's to Liverpool. No. <laughs> no, not a chance. I don't think yeah. Liverpool could afford him. Um, yeah, that is the issue. But uh, yeah, for me, Mbappe, absolutely ridiculous. He's probably, probably popped up already with a goal tonight, if not, maybe in the second half. But I, th- I think he's, I think he's up there now with uh, Messi and Ronaldo. I think he's, he's ready to sort of take their crown from him. Okay, that's my argument. I like that, Luke. Um, stop that. I mean, there's two that pops into my head, but there's only one that's actually sensible. So I'll leave Abiriazi to decide for this argument. Um, and no, you, you lose automatically for that. I'll, I'll go for <laughs> Kevin De Bruyne. Oh, I knew this was going to happen. Um, it was between him and him and Lewandowski for me. Um, but I just, I mean, I've just said that David Silva was equally important. But I think um, his delivery is so good. Like, there's so many people that just put a ball into an area, and and that is. That is good enough, and that, that is what you want, really. Just put it into the corridor of uncertainty and let someone get onto it. But this guy can literally pick any path that he wants to, and, and he'll find it. Any uh, blade of grass. Literally. And, I mean, he's got he's got a, a goal in his, his locker. His assists are sensational. He can carry the ball. He's literally the perfect midfielder. Um and and we see him even like as, as a false nine this season as well. Tonight, um, and and I mean, yeah, I just don't think there's a there's not a trait that he doesn't have that you want in a midfielder. He's got he's got free kicks if you want that. He's got his shooting ability is incredible, but more more than anything else is his passing ability and his eye for a pass. There's some passes that you just watch and you're just like, what? How has he even seen that? Um. Just yeah, just incredible. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Well, before before I give away who I think's won, um, you're both wrong. <laughs> it's Neymar. I've told you all before. Now Neymar. Time and time again, it's Neymar. Uh, everything you want in both of them, you've got in Neymar. Um, but big. You what? Sort of big. That's big. It, no, it's not big. It's true. A that difference. is a statement. Yeah, that is a statement. I've told you this. You need to be. Uh, if you're not already aware, if you're if you're still listening, I'm the biggest Neymar fanboy going. So much that if PSG are going to win the Champions League, he's going to get a Ballon d'Or. But if he wasn't to get a Ballon d'Or, I've got to agree with Ollie. I think that Mbappe is going to get it. Yes, get it. <laughs> uh, I know that wasn't the question, but yeah, I just think. This kid's what twenty two, yeah, I think so. And uh, he's gonna win everything. He's won a world. He's not. He's not gonna. He's. We. I agree. He's gonna win everything. But is he that good now? Yes, I think because he has a win. Yeah, really. Has he? Is he that good now? Yes. Is your yeah, he's good. Good. He is that good. I'm. I'm happy to play in fourth if we have to. But fourth. It's. It's not how how he's gonna be great. He's gonna be one of the best players ever. But. I'm saying Kevin De Bruyne right now. There's there's nobody better except. Oh, you're arguing with me. Oh, here we go. Brave. Oh, Ollie, did you want to rebuttal that? <laughs> Just desperation, really. I mean, to be fair, I would say I would say that it pains me every day that Jose Mourinho sold Kevin De Bruyne from Chelsea. Oh. It, it does pain me every day. Yeah, but this is uh, the thing. 
This we are yet to see Mbappe fail. I've seen De Bruyne fail. This look at the look. Yeah, look at the performance that Mbappe gave at um, the new camp. Just absolutely tore Barcelona just to pieces. And there, yeah. there's no denying that De Bruyne is the second best player in the Premier League. No, yeah. Behind um, <laughs> the second <laughs> behind Sadio Mane, but um, <laughs> you know he's not. He's not. Well, we'll see. Best. We'll see after the um. Second, third, both legs. Yeah, well, PSG, that's a good judgment. PSG are winning at the moment, at the moment mate. One nil. I, I predicted three one, so that's I'm happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're wrong. Um, no, I've got to agree. I think Mbappe is uh, just because this kid. Imagine what he's going to flip in reach. He's going to reach Mars. Um, De Bruyne is very good, but. Very good, very good. But we've seen City succeed without him, whereas PSG without an Mbappe, well, they've still got Neymar, like I say. But yeah, you know, it's a good point. So essentially, you're both wrong, but I'm gonna go with, <laughs> gonna go with Mbappe. And that's not me even being biased. I do love a bit of KDB. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, right. Shall do we quickly do some predictions? Or we, yeah, or we... some predi- well, yeah, I don't mind trying to go for round three. Well, we'll be here um, all night if we do that. <laughs> I'm out of questions now. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to try and get some respect back on my name. <laughs> well, hopefully this will be more than just a one-episode series, yeah. so we, we should be... Uh, this is the pilot. Yeah. All right, um, cool. right we'll, we'll start with your boys. I guess uh, I'm not good at everything, can I? Well, yeah, that's true. Chelsea. Chelsea Fulham. Chelsea Fulham. Big, big derby. I think that Chelsea will win this game 2 0. 2 0. 2 0. I think that we shut shut Fulham out, I should hope. And I'd hope to put at least two goals past them. More than one. (laughs) Werner's got to score sometimes, you know. (laughs) <laughs> he got his goal the other day, mate. Yeah, that's him done for a couple of months. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll go three nil. Three nil. Uh, pretty similar to Ollie, but you know they're going to score three, not two. Right. Um, well, I'm con- keeping up with the theme. I've gone four nil. Um, <laughs> I know uh, Tuchel's not not really had that many goals um, in his teams, but. I think this is the one where we see the, the chances that they've created be converted because there's been games where you could have won them three or four now, but you yeah. haven't because there's been chances that have missed. So I think this is the one where everything gels perfectly. This is, this is the game that I think where, you know, Tuchel is going to put everything into it to throw Zidane off thinking, look, we can play attacking football as mm. well. Uh, mm. Tammy's going to start. He's going to get a hat trick. Love it. No, he's not. <laughs> but Pulisic is a... Uh, turning up. It's about that point in the season where he likes to roll up. This is what happened last season. I think he, mm-hmm. he turned it on pretty late on. And uh, he's going to score. He's going to keep it going. And then everybody's going to be loving him. But then, you know, Neymar's going to be stuck there like, why is that rare? So it goes. So it goes, I'm afraid. Okay. On to um, your boys now, Ben. Ah, the boys. Another, another big derby. Arguably bigger than Chelsea Fulham. Well, I don't. <laughs> not sure that I don't think arguably is necessary there. Um, Man United, Liverpool. Yes. What are we thinking? 
at Old Trafford. Oh, I'm going to go for nil nil. Nil nil. Sorry. Primarily because United are going to think, yep, close up. We're not, we're not losing to these losers. But it's going to be like Leeds the other day, whereas they're just going to sit back, absorb. They're, if anything, they'll probably win. But uh, I'm back in the boys to get a nil-nil. Back in the boys to get a nil-nil. <laughs> yeah. Come on, right. I've gone for 2-1 to Liverpool. Yes! Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. It was a tough one because I, I always think that United are... I just don't trust them, but I have no reason really not to trust them because yeah, especially I mean, this season. Yeah, they're the second place on merit, but every week I'm like, well, they're not very good, are they? But they are. Yeah, but, it's just so. that home factor that's throwing me off. Mm. But we have seen them beat us at home. Well, beat them, beat us at their home this season. Yeah, Ollie, what are you going for? I am going to go for a two-all draw. Um, I think that there'll be some goals I'm hoping and uh, I think Liverpool have still a lot to play for still going for the Champions League spot United have to be careful because they've got Liverpool and I think they've got another big game coming up as well Um, but they're not securely in second place either I don't think but um, I think both sides will be going for it massive derby game Uh, yeah two all two all United have got um, Europa League on first day as well so they'll be be a bit hungover yeah. from that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Up the boys! Okay. It's, it's Derby, Derby time all over the place. We'll go to Scotland and we'll have another one. Rangers Celtic. I'll let you go first, Luke. Um, I'm going to go for 1-0 to Celtic. Oh, a bit of revenge. Oh, um, I don't know if these... I mean, Rangers have just, I think, been knocked out of the Scottish Cup by... I can't remember who it was. St Johnston maybe um, so that and, and their season has sort of declined a little bit from the like highs that it was um, when the, the Europa League was still a, a chance um, they then they I think they drew to Celtic previously which meant that they couldn't beat Celtic's record points tally um, and I think Celtic are going to get a bit more pride back in this one as well oh okay you want to go Ollie? Yeah, sure. I think uh, Rangers will win this one 2-1. They'll beat Selig 2-1. I just think at the minute, Rangers are just the the top team in in the Scottish Scottish League. I think Celtic is still behind them, even though there's only really two teams in the league in there. But um, yeah, I think Rangers Rangers will do it. Big game. Uh, Yeah, 2-1. 2-1 Rangers. Yeah, I'm going to go 1-0 Rangers. This is going to be the classic well, the classic old firm in the way that defend, 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 a bit of shithousery. Don't think you get um, much more from uh, Scotland. But uh, yeah, Alfredo Morales, whatever his name is, Morales, Morales, he's going to pop up with a goal and he's going to be telling everyone to shut up. <laughs> 78 minutes, goal from the Colombian dude. There you go. Mark it. Place your bets. There you go. I've actually right. got that on PSG to win tonight, so it's even more. <laughs> well, it's even more relevant for, for Rangers to be felt. No, I just thought I'd put that in there. I forgot to mention it earlier. Come on, um, PSG. Right, we'll go into France then. Speaking of PSG. Oh, go on, 
um, Monaco Leon. Um, Leon have dropped off the, the title fight, but Monaco are, are right up there. So a huge game for them. I don't know if you've been listening, Ollie, but Luke thinks that Monaco are going to win the league in miraculously. Do you think? Do you, to be fair, I was looking at I was looking at the table last night. Haven't Monaco won about? I don't know how many games they've won in a row, but I think I could They're see five, five games in a row. Yeah. 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 They're on fire. I don't know. I've just got a feeling. <laughs> so yeah, many, I'm going. How many points off PSG are they? Is one. it six? Oh, is yeah, that that one. close? Is that, there's like, I think there's like three points between the top three. Yeah. There's 71 points in third. First is 73. So there's two points. There's two points Crazy. between. Crazy. So I'm going to go for a 2 0 Monaco win and, and they're going to continue that good run of form. No, they're not. Oh. Leon oh. are going to get somewhere with this. They're going to they're gonna win. Mark my words. What's the score? 1 0. Oh. One nil, one nil, one nil, one nil in your last three. Yeah, I know. But sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to win this thing. I want this trophy. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, mark my words. I Leon okay. really need a bit of revenge to keep themselves in this. Fair enough, Ollie. I think uh, Monaco will win this one two one. They'll win two one. They'll keep that train rolling. Oof. Keep that winning roll going. All right. Going. On to the last one. The biggest game of the weekend. It's Rotherham and Blackburn. Um, <laughs> which was mainly just in because the, the other guest was going to... Well, does support Blackburn. That was supposed to come on. But we'll, we'll keep it in because, to be honest, our best ever tweet reaction was on the Rotherham tweet. Um, <laughs> because we put Rotherham in our last predictions as well. So hopefully the Rotherham fans can keep getting behind us. Because that was a... Are we, are we back in Rotherham now that we're... Uh, no, no, we're not going to back them because we backed Doncaster and they've absolutely fallen. They, were, I think they were like one point off the automatics and they were miles off the, even the playoffs. So we're going to not say anything and hope that they oh, stay okay. up anyway. Oh, all right, sorry. Um, but I'm going to predict that they're going to win 2-0 anyway. 2-0 Rotherham. 2-0 yeah. Rotherham. They need it. They're, they're, in, they're one of those teams that... Are going to be galvanised because they have to win, or to to keep their chances of five and get out the bottom three. Um, and and Blackburn are just sort of on the beach, that nothing to play for. True. However, they're on good form. Mm-hmm. Well, at least they've won the last one. Good. Only as good as your last game. Rotherham are five on the loss, five losses in a row now. Therefore, Blackburn are going to win two 0 Okay. All right. Oh. I I think uh, yeah, Blackburn will win this one nil. My uh, my girlfriend's dad is a is a big Birmingham City fan. He's a season ticket holder, so I've been watching a bit of the Championship with him. Ugh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and uh, I think I've seen Rotherham play a couple of times. I think they've all been awful, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> no offense, Rotherham fans. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, our uh, whole audience. <laughs> you can't come back. <laughs> but I know, I know they've got a few games in hand still. But um, I, yeah, I think they're, I think they're struggling at the minute. So Blackburn one nil, one nil win. That's, that's that. probably fair enough. Okay, we've done it. We've made it to the end. We did it. We did it. Oh, and that's <laughs> obviously the uh, predictions in association with B Two B Sports, of course. That is, yeah. Correct. Um, 
So yeah, thank you very much for coming on. No, cheers, lads. Uh, been great to be on here. To be honest, uh, got to do it more often for sure. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely get you back on, um, especially if if this series takes off. It'll be good to have you on for this one again. Yeah, definitely, mate. Definitely. Especially when Neymar wins his Ballon d'Or. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when it, when England win, yeah, when England win the next World Cup, we'll bring yes. this up. <laughs> Ten years time, mark me words. I'm going to be rubbing this in everyone's face. I'm a genius. I'm, okay. be, I'll be the next Paul the Octopus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, we'll be back on Sunday or somewhere around then. See you later. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Bye.